0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to the podcast, Practical Psychology, Business for Life. I'd like to discuss a very interesting phenomenon with you. Did you ever have this question? Did you ever wonder why when you ask your physical body or you give it an instruction or make a request, for example... You tell your finger to touch your nose, it touches your nose. It never puts up an argument, puts up a fight, disagrees, says it's not interested, freezes. It cooperates. If you decide you want to scratch your forehead, you make that demand, that order, that request, and that's what happens. There's no struggle and fight. Yet when it comes to emotions and feelings, a whole different ball game. You could say, I want to feel confident, I want to feel love, I want to feel happy, I want to feel excited, and no cooperation. So you're going on a sales call, or you want to reach out to build a relationship, and you want to feel confident, but you're feeling anxious, and you say, I want to feel confident. Doesn't become that way. Why? Why does it seem like that I'm the boss of my regular world, my physical world, yet when it comes to my emotional world, I'm not the boss. There seems to be another power, another manager, another sailor, another pilot that runs that part of my life. It just doesn't cooperate. I say I want to be relaxed, and I feel stressed. I say I want to be calm, and I feel frustrated. Who and why runs the rest of my life? Who do I need to get out of the way? Am I the boss? Am I the sailor of my ship? Or is there somebody else? And it's a great question. If you haven't had it before, well now that I planted the seed, I'm sure it bothers you. Why your logical world, your physical world, you have full cooperation, while your emotional world and your feeling world seems to disagree with you and not always cooperate. The good news is that the answer to the question is that you actually have full control over both worlds. You run your logical, physical world, you run your emotional and feeling world, you're boss. If that's the case, why does it seem that it's not like that? And the answer to that question is because there's a different set of rules that you need to utilize to operate in your physical world, in your logical world, versus the set of rules you need to operate to manage your emotional and your feeling world. And mixing up and not being clear when to use what will cause a lot of stress, will cause a lot of confusion, will cause a lot of frustration because it's not going to work efficiently. And in this podcast, I'd like to share with you the difference, your two worlds, what I call your logical world and your emotional world, and the different set of rules so you can actually make your brain work for you and utilize the supercomputer between your ears in the most effective way to forge ahead towards the life that you dream about and desire to create. Let me give you the following analogy so you see the difference clearly between your emotional world and your logical world. Imagine I took a road plate, a very, very solid plate of metal that they use if they dig in the the asphalt of the road during the day and they want cars to be able to drive by or they dig during the night and they want the cars to be able to drive by by day, they'll cover it with one of these big planks. Now it's pretty solid, a car can drive over it. If I was to take one of those planks, and I was to put it down on the floor right in front of your home, would you feel comfortable to stand on it? And the answer, of course, is yes. Why not? I've never stood on anything bigger or wider. It's probably 10 foot wide five foot in the width, 10 foot long, I mean, big deal. I've never worn anything bigger than that, I mean, that's fine. But I tell you, you know, nevertheless, why don't you practice? So you stand there and you're like, okay, I'm good. I'm a professional plank stander. I'm good to go. Okay, I say, you ready to roll? Fine. So what I'm gonna do is ask you to stand on that plank. But before I do so, I'm gonna make one change. I'm going to take this plank and I'm going to stick it out of the 80th floor of the Empire State Building across 33rd Street into the building across the street's window. Okay, same plank. And now I ask you, okay, Mr. Plank Stander, are you willing to stand on that plank? And obviously the answer you're going to give me is absolutely not. And when I ask you, why not? You tell me a logical objection. It might fall. Okay? So I want to fix that objection, so I'm going to bring the engineering team that built the bridges all around where you live, and they're going to substantiate It's totally as safe as the floor you're standing on now as the bridges in your area. Are you willing to stand on it now? Now, you're still going to answer, no, why not? It's safe. So you may come up with another objection. Well, (sighs) Maybe the weather is going to come. There'll be a bad wind and I'll be blown off. Okay. So I'm going to bring the whole meteorology team in your area. Best of the world. They're going to substantiate that there's no wind. Totally safe. No problem. Okay. Are you willing to stand on that plank? Still not. Why not? So you might give me another objection. I'm not sure if I feel good and I'm okay, you know, I don't want to stand on it. Okay, so I'll say, no problem. I'll bring all the doctors in the nearby highest ranking medical facility and they're going to substantiate you totally healthy. Good to go. Are you going to stand on it now? And the answer is still no. Why not? So we could sit and spend several hours, you coming up with a logical objection, and me explaining to you why it's inaccurate or how I'm going to deal with that objection and mitigate that objection, you're still not going to wind up standing on that plank. And the question is, why not? The doctors are here, the meteorologists are here, the engineers are here. Why are you not willing to stand on it? You just stood on it on the ground, no problem. You said that you are a professional plank stander. How come you can't do it now? Logically, it's totally as safe as on the ground. Same exact thing. We have all the professionals to substantiate. It's equally as safe as when it was on the floor. Why are you not willing to do it? And the answer is simply that even though logically I totally was able to make it safe and totally be able to substantiate that it's equally as safe as downstairs, that's in the world of logic. But there's something deeper than logic. And that's called imagination. Your imagination is deeper than logic. So when you look down and you say, Ben, what are those little boxes down there on the floor? And I say, oh, those are buses. Then you ask me, what are those little squares down there? And I say, oh, those are cars. And then you ask me one last question. What are those little dots down there? And I just show you that those are people. And in your mind's eye, you see a little red dot on the floor. And that little red dot represents you after you fell. All logic goes out the window. Because in your imagination, you already felt Your heart's beating fast. You're sweating. You're panicking. And you can't do it. Because emotion is controlled by imagination. And when imagination kicks in, all logic's out the window. So that's the difference between your logical mind and your emotional mind. In your logical mind, I can explain you everything's okay. But nevertheless, if you're not managing your emotional mind, it's going to get in the way and frees you from being able to follow through as to what you want to follow through on. Let me give you... Another explanation to realize how. Different rules for different things. Let's assume you want your body to be in mint condition, healthy, strong. You take it to the gym and beat it up, work it, and that becomes healthy. Well, if you did the same thing with a car, your car would be destroyed. So if you want your car to be in mint condition, you would put it in the garage. Now, if you did that with your body and garaged it for a couple of weeks, you'd be dead. So you need to use a different set of rules for your body that you use for the car. Now let's move it to the world of feelings, okay? Imagine you come to a swimming pool and you want to be able to have the freedom to swim and the pool's cold. What do you do? Well, what do you do? Get out of the pool. Yeah, but if you do that, you're never going to be able to swim. So you do the opposite of what logic tells you. Logic says get out of the pool if it's cold. You say, nah, nah, nah. I'm going to stay in the pool. Stay in the pool? Are you out of your mind? It's cold. No, but you know the trick. You do the opposite, and now it works. You stay in the pool, and then you get, in no time, you could swim and have the freedom of swimming. Right? Similarly, you get a mosquito bite or some itch. Logic says, itch it. Do something about it. Don't just sit around. But you don't. You understand that if you itch and do anything about it, it's going to get worse. So what you do is you avoid itching, You do nothing. Do nothing? That's crazy! But if you do nothing, it goes away. So you understand and you're well aware that your logical mind and your emotional mind play by different rules. Mixing up the rules is the equivalent of parking your body in the garage and beating your car up to take care of them. can't do that. You need to be able to recognize that your logical mind plays by one set of rules and your emotional mind plays by a different set of rules. And learning how to differentiate and the set of rules that applies to each one is extremely important. So for this podcast, what I wanted to share with you and show you is the difference between the two. And in future podcasts, we're going to talk in more detail what the rules are, and more importantly, how to utilize them to work for us in our benefit in order for us to be able to live the life that I know and each one of us desires and we both know you deserve. Thanks for listening to this podcast and I look forward to seeing you on the next one soon.